Hi guys, before we start the episode, a few quick words. We recorded this live episode at San Diego Comic-Con. Well, it was technically Comic-Con, but really it was a library several long blocks and a pedestrian bridge away from the main convention center. And it was really, really hot the day we recorded this. So we all arrived at the show super sweaty, except for our lady guests who were lady sweaty. There were only a handful of people there, and I think most of them were there for the air conditioning. By my calculations, the performers on stage represented about 35% of total attendance. Also, our producer Mason arrived halfway through the show because he had trouble parking. (sighs) So the first half was recorded on an iPhone. Now, whenever I listen to a live episode of a podcast and there's technical difficulties, I'll be a lot more forgiving. Enjoy this crazy episode. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello. 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 Here, I'm going to play the theme music for this show. Oh, great. Good <laughs> <Even> work. <laughs> Imagine there's a lot of people cheering right now. <laughs> For those of you listening to the podcast later on, the room is full of excited people. I know. Excited but respectful people are keeping their voices down. They're just so interested. Yes. Hi, guys. Welcome to Two Packs a Week. It's the Trading Card Comedy Show. Every week I open up packs of weird and retro trading cards with funny friends, and uh, you can hear all our previous episodes on iTunes, so search TWO Packs a Week on iTunes. Um, Usually it's just myself and a guest recording in a small, dark little audio cavern inside the amazing Meltdown Comics in Los Angeles, California. Uh, However, this week we are recording in front of the world's top nerds at Comic-Con International in San Diego. It's a very exclusive panel. That's right. And I'm joined today uh, by not one, not two, not a million, but four special guests. Actually, I gotta leave. So. <laughs> no, still no. Was it wasn't a million. Did I get the number? Did I count it wrong? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Let's see. We have. Uh, she's a writer for the Nerdist and the author of Killing It: The Action Girl's Guide to Saving the World While Looking Hot. Joan Ford. Uh, she's an actress and a host on Twitch and Geek and Sundry, Erica Ishii. Uh, he's a writer for The Onion and an author of All the Feelings, Mike Levine. That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> and he's the creator of iMockery and Adult Swim Games, Roger Barker. Thank you. All right, so uh, so let's get to it, shall we? This sure. is a, this is a, this is the shoe. So uh, guests get to decide what packs they want to open, and we have three packs today. We have from Fleer Ultra from 1995, Skeleton Warriors. Ooh. We have from Tops. Is it 1988? 88. 88. Roger knows. He knows this card Roger would know. Dinosaurs Attack. Ooh. Whoa. And we have from Pacific, 
1990. It's the Rad Dudes. <laughs> what? <laughs> the, the Rad Dudes? Well, it's Rad Dudes, but I like to call them the Rad Dudes. Okay. Some Rad Dudes. Yeah. No, I think it's most of the Rad Dudes. I All think most rad, of the rad Dudes. dudes will be here. Yeah. Uh, so let's uh, let's start with uh, John. Which, which would you like to open? Um, I'm gonna go with Rad. I'm gonna go with Rad Dudes. You're gonna go with Rad Dudes. Yeah, uh, Erica, I, Rad Dudes are still in play. I, I think I want to go with Rad Dudes as well. It's just too weird. Another Rad Dudes. Yeah. All right, we're out of Rad Dudes. Oh my okay. god, this is horrifying. Oh, the, the, the cover of this Rad Dudes, this does not look like a dude at all. Uh, no. He is, I believe, the like an alien? Is, is a foreign exchange student, but as you can see, he <laughs> might be from a from a foreign land that's very, very far away. <laughs> <laughs> There's no yes. There is no <laughs> There's no technology. Um, I'll, I'll have the one with dinosaurs with an agenda. That would be uh, these guys here. Yeah. Same. Oh, you know me. I love dinosaurs with tech. Oh, no, oh, there's yeah. gum. Yeah. Oh, God, there's gum. Yeah. I dare Do you I to, have eat to eat it. it? I dare I, you. I will pay you five whole dollars if you eat the gum. I'll, take, I'll take that. All right. Okay. Yeah, no, wait, I, there's like rules and protocols. I want to open it uh, ahead oh, of time. Sure. Yeah. I, would, I would open the gum at the end of the show. <laughs> so I would die? Show, because it's really bad. I mean, it's like, tastes like paint. It's toxic. Okay. It's well, really bad. There's five on the, the table. Gum, when, it, when these came out, the gum tasted the exact same way it tastes now, honestly. <laughs> it was just as brittle back then. It's like honey. Now. It's the only well, thing that doesn't spoil. Yeah. Weren't trading cards invented to sell gum? The, oh. That's a great question. Well, we're deep. That was, that, I have no idea. I've heard that the, the, the card baseball lore. cards were, were in the incentive, the, the carrot at the end <laughs> of the gross, uh, stale gum stick. My rad dude is dumb because it's not half dumb. Oh, really? Whereas, oh, I don't yeah. know. It might not. They were, they were so, so confident in the rat. How they bad. were too rad. I think by 1990, they stopped putting gum, or there was a lot less gum. It was more of, a, of an 80s and earlier thing. Um, guys, alright, so uh, the way this will work, we'll all open up uh, packs of cards, and uh, please be sure to open the packs into the microphone to hear that amazing sound, and then, uh, and then we'll all uh, take turns talking about the cards that we find. Well, okay. before, before we start, I'd just like to say that the cover of mine has a, a, um, like an emaciated man on the cover <laughs> being pelted by what look to be dodgeballs. I think, I think we're supposed to assume the rat dude is the one pelting this nerd with yeah, it, It's uh, from a rad point of view. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're the rad dude <laughs> looking at the car. I see. I don't know. I mean, oh. It does say that they're all rad dudes, though, but some of them are clearly not. There's like a nerdy Nathaniel who's clearly not rad at all. Well, not when they were. these were created, no. Now, these days, uh, nerdy Nathaniel rules the school. Oh. Am I right, nerd? For the record, just so everyone knows, uh, like Dinosaurs Attack and Skeletal Warriors were made by big companies, whereas Rad News, I believe, was made by like a guy in his garage. Yeah. 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 He was like, quality takes quite yeah. a bit. In, in Linwood, Washington. It's, yeah. the, it's the indie film movement of, of trading time. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Cr- crank it up? Yeah. Open up our cards. Oh. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. Oh. No wrapping around the gum. Oh. Oh, oh my god, it's just stuck right in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what happened to the gum? No, the, gu- the gum just has no extra wrapping. Like, it's, <laughs> it's card gum wrapper. Like, there's yeah, nothing. Can you hear how brittle the gum is? Oh. oh. So I'm going to earn my $5. Yeah. So many of these cards are sticky. Oh. Really oh sticky. my god. Ooh. 
Yeah. Well, these are lovely. I made the right decision here. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so, Roger, uh, why don't you kick us off? Okay. Uh, so. what's, a, what's a card that you have in your package you'd like to, uh, to tell us all about? Let me see here. <laughs> all right. Well, the story, uh, for those of you who aren't aware of uh, Dinosaur's Attack, the story behind them is basically these scientists were messing around uh, with time travel, and they accidentally bring dinosaurs back into modern times. Uh, this was actually adapted into uh, a comic book series as well, and Tim Burton bought the rights to Dinosaur's Attack Ooh. when he bought Mars Attacks, and had Mars Attacks been a more successful movie, we might have seen dinosaurs <laughs> destroy everyone in modern times. I just like it. They're like, eh, you could get this too, you know? Yeah. yeah. So we For missed that. 50 bucks, we'll throw in this dinosaur attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't like that we missed the whole attack franchise. I would love to see the word attack on a marquee all, all yeah. year. Would it have been a cinematic, like an attack cinematic universe? Yeah, like Cloverfield. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they're, they're still different. just this past year they started reprinting some, uh, I guess, some new and old uh, uh, sorts of tech comics. So they are out there. Uh, but for my first card, I'm going to go with this uh, meltdown one. Uh, I'll pass this around for those of you in the audience who want to see it better. Um, basically, it's uh, two dinosaurs just going at it against each other, just tearing each other apart. But they're in the middle of a nuclear power plant. And everyone in the foreground is on fire, and their faces are melting like oh. hot in uh, Indiana Jones uh, and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. The one one of the things about Dinosaurs Attack, much like the original Mars Attacks cards, is these are extremely gruesome cards. Like they're very gory, and it would traumatize any young kid uh, if they had opened these back in the eighties. I'm plenty traumatized with these over here. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, and uh, on the back. There's a weird, there's a weird like Cold War theme with the dinosaurs attacks yeah. too. It's definitely of that era because there's a lot of cards uh, that are like, you know, basically like dinosaurs are a, uh, are a metaphor for uh, atom bombs. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And on the back of the cards, you'll there's always like a, you know real photos of people, some of them who were tops and floys, uh, you know, acting like they're terrified of dinosaurs. So on the back of this one. Much closer to home, the Adler nuclear facility is under attack. Hey, what was that? Lizards! Giant lizards! They're invading the newsroom! Look out, it's coming right for us! So, and yeah, they're pretty amazing, the expressions on their faces. So, while you guys talk about that, I'm going to go hand this out to someone in the audience so you guys can pass it around. And that's the way it was. I got, I got more horror over here, too. What'd you get? I have uh, Ripped Out of Time, which is like a, a dinosaur whose like, skull is halfway out of its ripped-off head. Huh. And there's another decapitated dinosaur on a church roof that's on fire. <laughs> like, we're already at, like, 17 on a 1 to 10 scale with yeah. the first card. Which, which would you say is more disturbing, uh, human gore or dinosaur gore? I feel like anything where it's like separated out like a schematic, like like it looks like a medical diagram, but unintentional, I'd say that that's like the number of layers you can see is really what counts in the gore situation. Uh, and also we have a dinosaur eating a, a horse. Is that the same card? <laughs> no, no. In the same card? Well, it's like, no, we have pterodactyls carrying cows off and like a dude's guts coming out and... Yeah. Oh, in, uh, in one of the comic book uh, panels, uh, they have, uh, it's called Nuptial Nightmare, and oh. it has a dinosaur bursting into a church as a husband and brother uh, are both getting married, and it's just murdering both of them while the priest 
stabs it with his crucifix, saying, back you, heathen. It's, wow. They're pretty crazy. They didn't include that one in the, in the train car set. I guess that was, like, where Top drew the line, but... Uh, to be fair to the dinosaur, he did have an objection. Yes, So that, that, like, Yeah, that's yeah. covered. There's, there's in-canon reason. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Erica, what's your first card? Uh, so my first card here is Boombox Brian. And, like... <laughs> So, so, so the rat dudes are a little different than uh, Dinosaur Attacks. So like all of these kid wannabes are, are different uh, rad dudes doing different rad activities. And each of, almost every <laughs> single one of them has a terrifying Joker grimace <laughs> on where they're going, ooh. The, the anatomy on these cards are so... Super weird, super grotesque. It's upsetting. Oh. Yeah, they they look like they were drawn. They were like rough drafts by the guy who, who drew the early mask comics. <laughs> uh, so uh, half of half of them also have like some sort of small. Uh, part of a picture, so you form some sort of the giant, uh, pu- the big giant puzzle. puzzle at the end, but not all of them have it, so you'd have to collaborate with a friend who had the rest of the set in order to put it together. Joan, maybe we can see if we can put together some I, the, the picture. It might be too rad for a... <laughs> too rad for human eyes. Uh, but this is Boombox Brian. He is on a... a uh, what is, is the, he's on a bike, I think. The anatomy is really difficult for this, you guys. Uh, so, so he's on a bike, and he has a giant boombox attached to the front of it. Now, this is that's a dude that I would say is rad, right? Like a, guy, like a, like a dude with a boombox is a pretty rad thing. Check plus. On the don't have a boombox, you're significantly... Less rad. Less rad, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And up to your rad quotient. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. What's, this, on, the, what's the, on the back? The back has, has a scene that would play out in the typical rad dude's life. Oh, terrific. Are there two characters? Uh, there are three characters. Would, would anybody like to do oh, a dramatic God, please, reading yes. of me? With me? Okay. So, first we have Kyle. Hey, dude. Awesome tunes. When did you get it? I will be playing neighbor. Can you, can you be the neighbor? <laughs> Turn that thing down. All right, and you, you can meet Brian here. I thought, oh, I thought, I, wait, I bought it last night with my own money. <laughs> uh, turn that thing down! Gnarly <laughs> tunes, dude. Now, well, first of all, a round of applause for that man. Now, now, one thing that I notice about a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, the uh, scripts in Rad Dudes comics is that there's no jokes in them. No, it's like sub, I said it's sub just Bazooka just Joe. A, a day in the life of a Rad Dude. <laughs> right. Cinema Verite. It's, it's supposed. Uh, John, what's uh, what Rad Dude that oh, yeah, like to, uh, to introduce? Well, you? first of all, I want to point out that apparently his ever job it was to shuffle up the Rad Dude's card really took a nap because you just get a bunch of cards in order. Like, you open it up and you get, like, 17, 18, 19, 20, and then a little bit of break, and then I got, like, 26, 27, 28, 29. So, so like, if, you, if you're poorly, poorly, poorly shuffled, shuffled maybe like, the guy did it himself yeah. in the garage. Yeah, maybe like, he was like, all oh, right. Uh, <laughs> six years, six years. But, yeah, I, guess, I, I, I imagine that made getting a full set of rad dudes kind of easy. We, you were never left looking for just one car. Like you needed to, you, you just got them in big chunks. I, I honestly think the guy who made Rad Dudes would just come meet you and give them all the yeah, yeah. Which one of these do you want? Yeah. He just shuffles it and it goes in order because yeah. it's his. Yeah, they're under his command. Um, hey, there's our producer, Ray. Hey! hey. hey. Here's some Rad Dudes right now. I know. I'm 
end there. Awesome. There you go. The, uh, oh, oh, yeah, so, who's, oh. so who would you like to well, introduce us to first, okay. the, the rad dude? I'm, go, I'm going to, to break protocol a little bit and, and introduce two rad dudes into the matter. Because um, what, I, what I really like is I think there's a, there's a theme developing, a theme I see developing amongst the rad dudes, which are around remote control vehicles gone amok. Um, <laughs> both, both of these rad dudes are being attacked, one by a remote control car and one by a remote control plane. Great. So I, 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 I think this like gives us a window into the life and trial and tribulations of the rad dude creator. <laughs> that, is, that he lives like, he's like George Jetson. He yes. like just thinks are constantly like electronics are constantly sabotaging him. Yes, constantly after him. Because I mean, these, these dudes look pretty rad. One has a neon cat on. One has, this guy has gray socks and flip flops. Um, but yeah, both both unable to control their 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 machines. Yes. Is there uh, is there, are there more scripts? Are there, is oh there yes, I got scripts? lots of. I, as opposed to Erica, who got mostly pictures, I got almost all. I got one one picture card. Who knows what that could be yeah. part of? Uh, probably some sort of remote, some some like a model train <laughs> that's attacking some poor rad dude. The, ana- the anatomy on these really is kind of terrifying. Like to know that there's a person who thinks this is how people look. You know, you know, this is one. You know how the, on the on the on the internet. Um, sometimes they'll do like here's like a realistic version of like what you know this character would look like. Mm-hmm. I would love to see like what the realistic yeah. versions of the rad dudes would look like, yeah. like how you would translate Terrifying. this into real life. I think it's on yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> it's us. Yeah. Um, I do want. I do want to. I'll read the first lot. Backup Bart, who is the the <laughs> dude being attacked by a remote control airplane. The first his first line of dialogue in this little play that you get on the back of every rad dude is. <laughs> Dude, my grandma gave me this plane ten years ago. Were there were there ever a sign of radical dudeness? It's it's just loving antique toys your grandma gave you ten years, just cherishing them, cherishing it's them. A toy anniversary is yes. like the next mm-hmm. step of Toy Story like, of like yeah. my dad. My dad. I, I every time I take this plane out, I, I, I it's like I'm me- memorializing my dead grandma. <laughs> Um, well, let's see. I will start us off on the Skeleton Warriors. So the Skeleton yes. Warriors was a, a cartoon show from the mid-90s. Uh, it was like a Saturday morning cartoon. I think it lasted like a season or two. Mm-hmm. Um, they One thing I can say is that they put a lot of money into these trading cards. These are some nice yeah, cards. Even the, even the packaging is nice and shiny. The packaging yeah. is nice and shiny, and it says... Um, Skeleton Warriors, six bad-to-the-bone cards. Oh. Right. And they made a bunch of figures, too, for them, and there's comic books and all that stuff. I know, there's a whole... They really thought that skeletons were the next Ninja Turtles. They were like, Skeleton Warriors, Ninja Turtles, it's basically the same thing. And (laughs) and what are they going to be bad to if not the bone? Yeah. That's like like saying bad... If if we were bad to the skin. Yeah. I am. am. I'm bad... To my lower epidermis. <laughs> there are there are a lot of bone uh, puns in these cards, so that's but something to look forward. Are there enough? Sort of antithetical to the warrior nature. Yeah. I know, but that's the see. This is the that's the light side. That's the <laughs> and see the Ninja Turtles balances your your heavy action with your light pizza quips. So bone puns are the thing that balances out the heavy skeleton war plots of these were, cartoons. Were the skeleton warriors the heroes or the villains of the show? Yeah, they, what they kind they of war both. are they fighting? They were both. Yep, they were right both. Oh, wow. They were both. Yeah. So they were all like the show. 
show is just all They're skeletons. just warring factions of skeletons. skeletons. <laughs> yep, that's, that's pretty like much a, it. Skeletons are neither, neither intrinsically good or evil. Was it, like a, was it like a star, like a Starbelly Sneech thing where like it was just like some small ideology they were like fighting over? Yeah, probably. Like they were some some worship the femur and some mm-hmm. worship the <laughs> rib cage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I've got one here, and it's, uh, it's the floating disembodied head of a skeleton rendered in uh, early 90s CGI. Yes. So it, looks, it has this super ridiculous metal texture, bright glowing eyes, and a cackling face. And he's got this like Viking helmet, and he's called the Oracle Skull. Ooh. So if you want to know what's happening in the future, you have to consult the Oracle Skull. This is an eyes follow you kind of thing, too. Yeah. Where yeah. Like, I feel like no matter which way you tilt the card, it knows a secret about me. Uh, all right, hypothetical question. If you could know the future, uh, but you had to learn the future from the Oracle Skull, and the Oracle Skull, let's assume it talks like this. Uh, and it's like assume. hanging out with you like four hours a day. Would <laughs> for, you for how with, long? For four hours straight, <laughs> like, like how many like, days? Like during weekdays, okay. like like from uh, eleven a.m. to two p.m. Can my future involve destroying the oracle? Would skull? it smell what? unpleasant? Uh, it doesn't smell unpleasant because it's a floating. Uh, it's like a floating head. So uh, so we'll and it's a metallic head. So we'll assume it doesn't, but it's super bright. So it's constantly like blinding you with its brightness. But it's an afternoon uh, visit. And well, it's, we haven't even gotten to the question yet. It's <laughs> an afternoon. It's, an after, it's eleven. It's eleven to two. So it's during your lunch. So it's like the productive hours. So it's right. not even lighting your house at night, so you can save on electricity bills or anything. No, 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 definitely not. It's Damn just it. annoying you during the day. But it will tell you the future. Like it does give you accurate uh, future. Uh, does it also make light conversation? Um. Yeah. Yeah. It'll. Uh, What's so the question? What sports teams do you like? I could like sports teams too. Uh, what are we? What are we saying? Uh, starting with Roger, yes or no on uh, Oracle Skull in your life? No, no, I don't need that. No, I, I'm I'm cool without the Oracle Skull. Uh, he sounds pretty annoying. He's he's yeah. annoying, but he does tell you the future. Yeah. I don't know. My, yeah, I, I think I'd rely on him for like Minority Report, like cryptic clues. Like I would I would ask vague questions. Uh, never anything concrete. Why then, are you asking fake questions? <laughs> no, He's so annoying, but he'll tell you exactly what's going to happen. Well, I know, but like, but that to me is annoying, knowing what's going to happen. So I, I want to get the most annoying out of him that I can. Yeah. So it's like abstract <laughs> oh, Like if he can so give me like, lotto numbers or something, sure, I'm yeah, on board. I mean, but. can we, after we've gotten a couple like like <laughs> predictions out of him, can we like ghost him? <laughs> oh. Well, like he's a, he's a magical floating skull, so I imagine like he's. You're just making find this up you. as you go along. Okay. Like, you once, realize this. He's not like texting you. I, I, right. <laughs> okay, but like once you know we got a couple lo- like a lotto picks, a couple like right. World Series wins. Can we then be like just like eh, we're done? You could. I'll tell you what. You could try to like trick him like into a into a vault or something like okay. that. Wow. Um, skull vault, yeah. Like it right. might be difficult though. Uh, Erica, what do you think? Yes oh, or no? Oh, absolutely. I always love new friends. Yay! Uh, and, and if he can make good conversation, like, there's there's always somebody to bounce ideas off of. And, I mean, truly, I don't know if uh, humankind was meant to know the future. It would destroy us, really. Um, and, and then there would be all sorts of uh, somewhat like foiled prophecies. So, so I, I think maybe not that part wouldn't be so good, but it sounds like it'd be fun to have a 
a talking skull who's yeah. afraid of something like this. And you know what? He might be annoying, but maybe eh, maybe you get to like him after a while. I don't and, know. And maybe yeah. like a, a true annoying sidekick, he makes me look less annoying. Like that'd be oh, nice. That's be like, true. oh, here's the normal voice guy oh, in this. Uh, oh, that's yeah. a good point. You just it's want like, like a skull wingman. Yeah. Okay. He's your wait. What was that teen movie? He's your Duff. He's your. Sure. He's your wait. What is it? The one. Uh, the, Duff. Yeah. Yeah. He's your Duff. He's oh, skull. Duff. Yeah. Oracle okay, Skull's yeah. your Duff. <laughs> That's cool. Designated ugly friend. Designated, Designated ugly, ugly fat, fat friend. friend. Yeah. What? Well, but it's literally a skull. It can't but be that. So it would have to be your dusk. <laughs> duffs. Your dusk. Dusk. Du- your, wait. Your designated ugly skull, skull friend. <laughs> Let's go. Pack. It's a good movie. It's well, not. How, how about you? How about you? Would you oh say? no! I'd, I'd like I'd, I'd use the skull and then I'd, I'd, I'd ghost him. I try to get rid of him. Oh yeah! Oh. I can. I'm gonna ghost that skull hard. That skull's gonna write write a thing a blog about me. It's like why are my friends why do my friends treat me like this? He's gonna be on like a he's gonna be on a Facebook group about for sad skulls <laughs> complaining it, about me. And it turns out that's the correct answer. And yeah. you won a hundred points. But remember, the points don't matter. Right. <laughs> uh, Roger, back to you. What you got for us? Um, I actually broke protocol a bit because I brought one of my own from my personal collection because this is such an important this is such an important card that it had to be talked about here at Comic Con. Uh, In Dinosaurs Attacks, card number thirty six is called the Comics Con Catastrophe, and it is actually dinosaurs invading Comic Con for real. And he did not Uh, misspeak. It says Comics Con. Comics Con to avoid any copyright stuff, I guess. Um, and in the background, they have a guy, guys with a bunch of comic long boxes and special guest Art Spiegel, it looks like. Uh, oh, uh, wow. The dinosaur is covering up the name, but it's obvious that's what they're going for. Um, Art, uh, Art Spiegel, uh, yeah. the creator of Mouse, who also uh, was, was an artist for Garbage Pail Exactly, kids. exactly. Was he really? So, yeah, he was. No. Yeah. Everybody yeah. has a day job. <laughs> sure. So you have this giant dinosaur bursting into Comic-Con, devouring one guy, like biting him in half. But my favorite part of it is there's one really nerdy guy in the foreground. Like, everyone's panicking, but he's just, like, clutching his comic books and running out, like, in total fear. Like, that's all he... He doesn't care about saving lives. Just save my comic books. He's running out with them. And on the back here, um, it talks... It has, like, a little comic about it here. Uh, Let's see. At New York Hotel, an esteemed comic book artist shares his views. Comics are more than just kid stuff. They reflect real life. Suddenly, arg. And then it just shows the dinosaur ripping him in half. So it's absolutely fantastic. One of my favorite entries in the uh, Dinosaurs Attacks card series. It's so. uh, it's interesting, yeah. too, because, of yeah. course, like now like every like cartoon character on Fox, they all go to, like, to Comic Con, like that's like become like a mainstream yeah. idea, but like this, that wasn't necessarily the case back then. Like no, that was no. kind of oh. Comic Con was still kind of an obscure, weird show back yeah. then. So that's cool. No, really my was. favorite guy is the guy in the corner who is going like, "Oh no, <laughs> don't do that." Yeah. Also, do not eat that guy. One of, one of the magazines this guy is protecting is called Fist, and there's which mud. may <laughs> yep. may not be a comic book. Yeah. <laughs> yep. In the old days, they used to sell a lot of different things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of them's called Mud, too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, sure, Mud. Oh, sure mud magazine. Who here is a fan of Mud? Uh, Mike, what's uh, what's your next uh, card? We have uh, Trapped in the Basement. I'll go past this. And going clockwise, the action is 
dinosaur being fed into a deli meat slicer, woman being bit in half by a dinosaur, guy with a rake, guy with a knife, guy climbing out of a window, woman holding a baby, and person just being full-on chest-chomped. Uh, and it has the help note on the back as a piece of like real-world... Uh, it says, oh, this help note is fantastic. Help yeah, us. I remember this. We're trapped in the basement, air running low. Monsters burrow out of the ground every night to eat us. We. And then it trails off. But trails you can tell they wrote, the, they wrote the note in their own blood. That's oh. the best part of it. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah it's red for a reason. I don't yeah. see any other like, colors on the back of these except no. for this one. <laughs> oh, no. No, this, is, this is the greatest back of any card ever. It's, are you talking about this oh, I, one? No, you may. No, it, it, please, I don't know how much time we have, so he may uh, get to this. How are, we do, how are we doing on time, by the way? Ooh. All right, I'll find it. Yeah, okay, we're doing good. Yeah, okay. we don't. We have time. I think we have time to do one more round, and then I was okay, going to see if we, there was any. Cool, yeah, so we'll, we'll come. Yeah, I have one. a good climactic one yeah. for when we come back to me. Okay. That is part of the end of I, the yeah, whole story. I also have a third <laughs> beat planned on, in this whole. <laughs> Aren't we prone? Uh, <laughs> um, so I'd like to share with you, Stunt Bike Steve. Stunt Bike Steve. <laughs> once again. Anatomy, the grotesque nature of which I've never seen before, and also a Joker grimace on his face. Does it look kind of like some of his body parts are like disconnected to his body? That's pretty pretty typical. Like one foot is on the bike and and like absolutely straight leg, and the other one is uh, thrust out in front of him, almost touching his face. Over the handlebars. He's going to have basically the most painful landing in bike BMX history. <laughs> this is like one of those one perfect shot moments yeah. where you catch somebody just before a horrible, horrible <laughs> incident. Um, in the back of Stunt Bike, Steve's card uh, says, Steve, hey dudes, watch me pull this radical new trick I learned on my bike. And Steve's <laughs> friends say, Wow, that's really cool. Hey, watch out, Steve. That looks dangerous. Crunch. Did- he say the cr- he says they crunch. say the crunch. crunch. They say the crunch part. Crunch. It's, it's not like a sound effect it's or anything. Of, yeah. It just says crunch, and Steve says, "Oh, I think I hurt myself." <laughs> Does this guy have the power to like say crunch, and then like the other person gets injured? Because that'd be like a cool like superpower. I'd be like crunch. You'd be like, "Oh, my arm." I'd I'd like to point out too that the the friends on the back here, um, they look to be about forty. Yeah. Uh, wearing <laughs> wearing cool kid shades and cool kid hats. It's like that Steve Buscemi moment where he's like, "Hello, fellow kids." <laughs> Yeah, the rad dudes all look really old, or like really, maybe really tweaked out. Um, like they've lived hard lives. Yeah, <laughs> very hard lives. Spend a lot a rad of time dude. in the sun. Yeah, it's a rad knock life for them. It is. It is. So Joan, do you uh, do you no, have I, a new a new rad no, dude? I do. That, that joke um, was that pun of yours was funnier than anything on the whole rad dude <laughs> oh, set. Yeah. Yeah. I made it. Yeah. <laughs> You've been hired by you Rad should, Dude. You should write for Rad Dude. I heard, I'm Mr. Yeah. Rad Dude. You've got a job for life. I heard I'm Lionsgate just writer. picked up the Rad Dude's license. <laughs> to, Rad Dude. Spe- cinematic spe- universe. Specifically to burn it in a fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, we'll, purchase this, we'll purchase this for a dollar, and we're going to keep it out of... Just to keep so it out many of the good ra- So many good Rad Dudes. I know. They're um, all great. I mean, that's the thing. But you got to choose one. Let's see. <laughs> I'm gonna go with man. Okay, rad dude. Rad. I'm gonna go with rad dude. Video Mad Vince. 
time. <laughs> he is, he's got a little more of like a Solomon Grundy-ish thing going on, just very absorbed in this video game, which apparently he's... he's uh, here, let's, re- let's read this little play. Let's read this little play. Uh, oh, hi, dude. I've been playing since yesterday. Got to level 27 on one quarter. It's a rad game, dude. Hey, dude, you're totally awesome at video. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> at video. Uh, at video. At video. Is, was, I mean, do you think... Is English the first language for the author of Rad Dudes? Is this like a poor... Is, <laughs> this, a poor, is this a poor translation? This is a also, The Room situation, yeah. Maybe that's, that's just what they, they called them back then. Also, do you That's see, what video games no, are called. I assure you, video. they did not call them videos. <laughs> I, was, I, was, <laughs> no, I was, back in I know you're young, Erica, but no, they. I don't. They, I don't. No, I really don't remember. I was pretty young, but I'm pretty sure they were called <laughs> video back nope, then. Nope. I also want to point out that there are no buttons on this arcade machine. I think this is actually a dumpster. Oh, no. <laughs> he's just like, he's just like hallucinating that that is a video game. No, and yeah, I, I feel, I feel like the artist really missed a chance to like put a fun video game, like a uh, parody on the side of this, uh, like, like Super Radio Brothers. I don't know. It could, it could be Mud, the video game. Yes, oh, or no. Fist. The. I've got one here, so so this is uh, this. I think actually, this skeleton warrior could very well be a rad dude. He's riding a hover cycle, like a floating yes. uh, hover cycle, mm. and it has uh, its front tire is sideways and has spikes on it. Uh, it has a skull on it that has spikes coming through its eyes. So this, oh. this, the eye skull spikes are kind of like the uh, like the the hood ornament of this hover would, bike. Would you call it a bicep skull? I, I uh. would think. You know what they call it a sky cycle, but I Ooh. really what? think it should be a skull. I think it should be a skull cycle. I like that much better. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to also point out that this guy's armor, this guy kind of looks like you know generic uh, human warrior in a skeleton world, but his armor has a chest piece. That is also a, a skeleton, a gold skeleton, also with spikes coming out of either side. It's Whoa. very like Madonna circa like cone bra era. It's pretty. Uh, so that'd pretty be like hot. humans wearing see. other humans as fashion yeah. and armor and stuff, right? <laughs> you, yeah. Okay. You could 100% buy this, right? This was a toy. You could 100% buy. I think that's, I feel, I, a lot yes, of those 100%. were made to sell the toys, yeah. I just imagine yeah. like a kid watching Madonna with the cone bras on TV and then the cones pop out of their eyes too. It's like a boing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, pretty, uh, it's a pretty crazy thing. Hey, I'd like to, uh, if, if, uh, if anybody here has a question and would like to come up, uh, we'll give you one of these cards. <laughs> Our pick. Anybody has a question about, uh, about rad dudes, dinosaurs attack, or skeleton warriors, uh, just come on up, and uh, we'll keep ta- we'll keep talking in the meantime. But if you have one, uh, come on up, and I'll give you a free card. You can get a Pterodon. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a sticker. Oh, cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I have a question about uh, rad dudes. Yes, uh, uh, by all means, please. Wh- why were they made? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Why I, do they hey, exist? Why? <laughs> I think I think I have a theory, mm-hmm. which is that this was somebody whose idea was to create like a teen garbage pail kids. Oh. It was like, oh, because look at the names. Like it's like Video yeah. Mad Vince, mm-hmm. like Radical Ron. It's the same kind of like same thing as garbage pail kids, except uh, horrible, except okay. nightmare. Who who way. would like to come up and argue for their rad dudes theory? <laughs> <laughs> I would also like to say that you can get the 
deluxe, deluxe Rad Dudes Boxed Collector's Set. Ooh. It is an offer, a limited time offer on what? the side of this packaging. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it over? Limited is it time. Can we still do it? Can we still take advantage of this? Offer good while supply lasts, and I'm sure the yeah, boxes are flying off the shelves. Yeah, get it. Uh, so it, it says, like, for, uh, you get... The entire 110 card series, Good. the full 12 color printing, super glossy, glossy finish set, housed in a special collector's box. Oh, housed. Does it say how That's much so it costs? Uh, it does. It's a true collector's item that is available for 10.95 paid posting. <laughs> Uh, you, you know what? Even in 1990, yeah. that is still ridiculously cheap for a collector's yeah. set of cards. Send checks or money himself. order. Yeah. <laughs> there, I really want to meet the kid who just fucking loved rad dudes. Uh, <laughs> or, like, yeah, like I used to like read Archie comics and be like, that's what high school is going to be like. Right. <laughs> I love to see the kid who's like piecing together what he thinks of the world out of it. Well, like, well, my leg's going to be at a jaunty angle, but I'll get a stunt bike <laughs> that looks no different than any other bike. So that's my, a- my jaw is going to be half off my face, but I might have a video. I might be good at video. That's what the Rad Dudes movie is going to be about. A kid who is raised in the wilderness by Rad Dudes cards. (laughs) It's his only only link to civilization. Rad Dudes cards. Uh, Cool. Anybody want to do, should we do one more round? I think it'll wrap us up. But meanwhile, if you got a question, you want a card, come on up. Pressing question. How could you pass up this opportunity? What's that? Uh, we, I'll do my climactic gum thing. No, I'll have, What's we'll have, that? We'll have this one. We'll have Roger first. Wait. The gum. Yeah, she wants to know yes. about the gum. I'll do yeah. the gum while describing my last one. I don't want to let okay. Roger first. All right. Oh, all right. Boy. This will be the third time that somebody has uh, eaten gum, eaten yeah. the gum on uh, on our show. It, on it honestly, do additional it, stunts? It, tastes, it tastes just the same. It, it really hasn't changed at all. <laughs> I've, I've had it before, so yeah. You won't, I mean, if you've Except had old gum. Except for the botulism. Yeah. All right, so my card... Um, there's a couple that are really good. I love the title of uh, Day of the Duck Bill. That's a pretty funny <laughs> one. <It's> just, <laughs> sounds like such a non-threatening thing. Day of the Duck Bill. Um, it, you know, it's just another dinosaur killing some people. But I guess my favorite one in this uh, bit would be the Picnic of Peril. Uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's some lady who's uh, wandered into the park and sees uh, two dinosaurs just ripping this happy couple apart. Including one being stepped on, uh, like it looks like a grandma being stepped on. Uh, keep in mind, this whole series, like they did not shy away from like having dinosaurs uh, murder children, uh, grandmas <laughs> shooting out dinosaurs' eyes. I mean, it was extremely Ev- violent. But everything was fair game for yeah, dinosaurs. Awesome. But on the back of the card, uh, there's a boombox, possibly a rad one, <laughs> um, and oh, the boombox. Out of the boombox is this uh, little uh, speech bubble that says, "In other news, a perfect day turned into a bloody nightmare when a pair of." Pe- pe- Oh my God! This is a hard this isn't dinosaur. This is the primary to say. story. Yeah, this is the this second story. Extra, extra story. Pachycephalosaurus uh, began feeding on picner, picnickers at Somerville Park. A pair of them. Local police had their hands full fending off the hungry beasts, which proved more troublesome than the tru- than the traditional ants. Wow. <laughs> Wall Street. Like what, an, what an understatement. Do they give yeah. Pulitzer Prizes for understatements? Yep. Because that is ridiculous. And then it so, ends with Wall Street after these messages. So, <laughs> so it's kind of interesting that, that normal life just kind of continued as dinosaurs attacked. Yeah. Yeah, it, no one, it no did. One, like the military is fighting them the entire time, but, but only towards but, the end do they start getting the upper hand. Uh, yeah, but I feel yeah I feel like you know, it's a te- it's a testament to American like will and perseverance. Where we're just like nope, 
these dinosaurs are not going to impede our picnics, our yeah, comic I mean, look, look at the current election life, and life stuff. We're, we're, still, we're, still, we're still moving along and enjoying yeah. Comic-Con, pretending that the world's we not going to cancel. We are not canceling Comic-Con. Yeah. I know there's a dinosaur that's but probably we have, going to we have to get not only to the gum, uh, but we also have to get to his last card because yeah. this... All right. I, I don't this concludes yeah. the story, and I okay. can explain it, but let so him. So here's, here's the gum. You saw it come directly out of the pack, sir. I did not uh, show you my card. No. No uh, sleight of hand. Okay. So for number 52, we have the ultimate sacrifice, which is a dinosaur hand on fire clutching a man, and on the back it says, oh Time God. to die. And you see the man's lesions, and then in the bottom he says, Helen, I'll love you always. Helen! Yeah. Okay, Helen. so please I, explain while let I me get explain this. this. Gum. So, oh. in in bringing these dinosaurs back through time, they somehow created basically the Satan sore. It, it's like dinosaur combined with Satan, <laughs> and this scientist knows that. Uh, well, okay. are you okay? You, are you, you dying actually, from ingesting that yeah, gum? It's, it's, don't swallow if that. You yeah, actually that's not die. candy, even though it's hard how like would candy. You describe, Mike, how would you describe the taste it, of that gum? It, like, instantly powdered itself. Yes. Right. And then, like, spread into, like, corners of my esophagus that I was not familiar with until just now. <laughs> but I think I'm okay. He's okay! Uh, you'll soon look like the guy in the back of this car, just so you know. <laughs> it's time to die. Um, yeah. So, so basically, the scientist who's responsible for this, he feels really guilty. So he actually jumps into the time portal, as I recall, and destroys the whole thing, like, which causes this whirlwind and sucks all the dinosaurs back to their own time. But he's sacrificing himself. And on the back, it's a photo of, of a real human being with lesions all over his face, burning in hell. And it says, time to die, Helen, I'll love you always, talking to his wife. I mean, it's as dark as a children's entertainment waiting card can Was get. Helen a major character in the story? Yeah, again, he's the scientist who's responsible for this. So. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. This is all real. I I swear to God, yes. I thought Roger was doing a bit. No, no, <laughs> no. This is. You just no. looked over just Why now? do you think this is my favorite trading <laughs> cards ever? No, I mean, I mean, like it was actually a show, and. Yes, this is this is real. <laughs> I'm gonna pass like, this around because everyone needs to see this one. That of looks all like cards. Gene Simmons out of makeup. Yeah, well, he also, like, like the guy's dying, and he's got this tragic message, but it looks like he's about to sneeze. Like, he's just like that, oh, yeah. The, uh, so, unfortunately, we are uh, running out of time, but I, I wanted to say, uh, I just wanted to, to say thank you, guys. Thank you. Roger, Erica, Mike, Joan, thanks Hello. so much for oh being here. Thank you. Where, uh, where can we find uh, each you. of you guys on the floor at uh, Comic-Con? Uh, I'll be at the Devastator booth uh, selling my new book, uh, All the Feelings, uh, which is where e EO5? EO5 yeah. down aisle 700. Sweet. Oh, me? Okay. Uh, I'm at the iMockery booth, uh, E10. It's in row 600 at Comic-Con. Uh, you can find me. I have all kinds of new pixel posters and can tell you about my games. And with every purchase, actually, I have a box of Dinosaurs Attack cards there oh. that I'm giving out. I'm following him out. Yeah, okay. I seriously do. And you <laughs> can try your you can try your own gum and everything like that. So, uh, yeah. Uh, it, even if you don't purchase something, come by the booth and tell me you watched the uh, the podcast here, and I'll be happy to give you guys a free pack of cards. So. And uh, that's true at the Devastator booth, too. We also have uh, have traded card packs, and we'll give them to you yeah. uh, as well. Downside so you guys get two packs. There you go. 
Uh, so I have a couple of panels for the rest of Comic-Con. I'm doing interviews over at the Loot Crate booth, so check their YouTube page. I will be interviewing some really cool geeky people. And uh, when I'm not there, a lot of time I'm going to be at pe the Petco Park activation site for Legendary, King and Sundry, Nerdist, and Amy Poehler's Smart Girls. And hanging out with some rad dudes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, here is your $5. Oh, yeah. It will go towards your medical bills. Yep. You guys don't know how bad no. I need this. And, uh, and John? Uh, you can find me at the Nerdist. Uh, sorry, you can find me over at Petco Park uh, doing some stuff for Nerdist. And I'll also be at the Devastator booth and for, uh, at random times. Come find me. And um, what uh, Comic-Con HQ tomorrow afternoon, I think 2 to 3. Yeah, the live stream. I think a bunch of us are going to yeah. pee on that as well. Uh, thanks to uh, Mason in the booth, to the good people at uh, Meltdown Comics, and to the organizers at San Diego Comic-Con for, uh, for letting us do this. This was a lot of fun. And thanks to you guys for, uh, for coming to our show today. And uh, you can find uh, two packs a week on iTunes. That's T-W-O, packs a week on, uh, on iTunes. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks for coming to the show. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye.